0: Welcome back to the Winging It podcast, how to build, maintain, and totally own a career that you love. Every week, I'm sitting down with an expert to help business owners and career women learn something new that will help them achieve success and balance in a career path that makes them happy. Today, I'm joined by actress Alicia Wren, who landed her first major role as a female lead in Fast and Furious Live after auditioning as the understudy. If you're listening to this on your phone, make sure you get the best experience by downloading the Entail app. Entel is an interactive podcast platform that combines the best of audio storytelling with the richness of the web. So this means you'll be able to follow links, view images, follow people on social and much more by just tapping your phone. The music for this podcast is epic, I know. It's been provided by The Edit Album, a curation of copyright-free music for creatives. Our listeners get 25% off with the code Sassy25 and I'll leave the link in the description box or if you're listening on Intel, you'll be able to click the link now. Hi! Hi! <laughs> this is so weird. Um, okay, so tell
1: us who you are and what do you do? So I'm Alicia Wren. I'm an actress um, and yes, as you say, <laughs> I was the lead in Fast and Furious Live. Amazing. Um, yeah.
0: So... Oh, it's going to be really hard not to call you Bug. Um, <laughs> we actually went to school together. We did. Um, so that's why Bug is now in the room. Yeah. Um, and that was her nickname at school. I was um, a very ugly baby. And oh. my dad called me Ugly Bug. So. I'm not even going to, I'm not, you know what I'm going to say, but when I asked you, I'm not going to say it. When I asked you why you were called Bug. Um, okay, so tell us about your career so far. How did you, mm-hmm. where did you study? What did you do after that?
1: So, um, I studied at Mount View, but I went to uni first, Yeah, just to give you a little bit of back- background. Um, I actually got into drama school when I was 18, uh, but didn't go uh, for various reasons. I got in, in New York and in London, and I then decided to do a degree at Warwick instead uh, in sociology, okay. so not at all acting. Um, and I kind of didn't really do anything when I was there. It was very- Did you know what you wanted to do? Or were you kind of like no. a bit- Well, I really did when I was growing up, like when we were at school <laughs> together, I was 100%, I was like, I want to be an actress. There is nothing else I want to do. I was so driven and- Yeah. I kind of always, you know, doing plays, left, right and center and, you know, trying to meet agents and always kind of- Yeah. Very on the ball with it. Um, and then I took a gap year, so I- did you? I did. Where did you go? Yeah, I didn't actually go anywhere. I oh, I uh, worked. <laughs> not very exciting. That's okay. I worked in the city for um, oh. a financial PR company yeah. for a year, and kind of had very much a, I guess adult life. But it was very stable. I had, you know, I enjoyed my job, yeah. and I was. I had this kind of life outside of, you know, thinking I'd go back into education and all that kind of thing. Um, but in that year, I knew I was going to re-audition for drama school and because and, I didn't get in in the first first round. Yeah. So I auditioned for various places, got into Mount View and then also got into um, the American Academy in New York um, and then just didn't end up going. It just didn't feel right at the time. My mum yeah. was you know, a bit unwell and it, it just wasn't the right time. Um, and at the same point, I got into Warwick and it was you know a good uni i thought if i'm going to go to uni i'll go to a good one it was you know i felt kind of yeah i wasn't excited about it because i never felt like uni was the right place for me and i but did you have a good time i did and i have you know my absolute best friends are from uni yeah and um so i'm very grateful for that but and i did actually really enjoy my degree like i actually really loved sociology and i you know i would actually recommend it and and i really didn't know much about it before i actually went to uni but it was it was really great most people
0: feel like that about their degree though <laughs> i
1: was kind of like um, yeah, i'll pick that one exactly Media. that's kind of what i did as well i was just i was just like oh, i'll just go for that and it turned out to be super interesting and all the topics it covered and yeah you know about sexuality and feminism and and you know race and, and it was just yeah it was great um but in that three years, I did no acting whatsoever. I didn't even think about it. I just lost touch with it completely and it I kind of didn't even consider it after that it, it was It was odd, very odd it was kind of was not was there not
0: like a drama society or something at uni
1: there was, but i just i just I don't really know what happened. I kind of just put it out of my head because I didn't end up going to drama yeah. I, I don't know it just didn't feel. And I th- and I think I had this opinion that if it's not drama school, it's not going to be any good. Like, what's the... And that was totally... Because the-, the, the drama, you know, at Warwick is amazing. And it's, you know, I I don't know. I just had this kind of very um, skewed um, opinion of it, I think. And do you know what's
0: really difficult? Is when you go to uni, you're so young and you have yeah. to decide what it is that you want to do with your life. and Even, 100%. P- even in your 20s. Yeah. Like... I mean when did I leave my job when I was 22 and I still had no idea what I wanted to do I was like well I don't even know if I'll end up doing social media forever or what it is that I'm going to do and even now I'm like I could do a million and one different things that aren't currently what I'm doing yeah um so it's difficult when you're at uni because you're kind of like well I'm doing this but like what am I going to do after that and is is it going to have any relevance to my degree and I don't know it's just difficult when you're younger isn't it
1: yeah for sure and I think in education wise i think they put quite a lot of emphasis on the fact that you should be doing something which leads to this specific career yeah and the two are just not i don't think they're aligned at all i think you can do kind of anything you enjoy and then yeah you know go on and do something entirely different and there are just absolutely no limits with it but i think that is kind of drilled into you from you know senior yeah. school It is. it's well
0: you you're told it how old are you when you're told what what you need to choose your GCSEs year 10s yeah I think so. you're 14 15
1: is it about 14 about 14 yeah which is so that's
0: like almost pre pubescent yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) it is like it completely is like it's just yeah it's very um also
0: it's one of those things I remember I remember really specifically having to choose what I did for my GCSEs and do you remember this they had like columns and you could only choose one from each column because of mm-hmm. the way that the timetable worked out. So I there was like know, some in one columns that I really wanted. It was because I hate being told what to do. <laughs> so I was like, well, wow, this is outrageous. Can't believe this.
1: <laughs> what did you do?
0: I did. Oh do my God. Remember? Yeah, I do. This is so hilarious. I did Spanish, but I had to do foundation Spanish.
1: So did I. Wait, did we do that together? together? And I, do you not remember? In the example, we were sat, and I think we were actually sat with the, your the year of ours, or your brother's year. Yeah. And they called out, um, and we were sat in like one long line anyone doing foundation they called out anyone doing foundation spanish raise your hand and we all had to put our hands there was up only this. like four of us as well we were like it was so we embarrassing can't speak spanish it was so i honestly always remember that i really? was like, oh my god please don't
0: yeah. i think i actually got pretty much full marks i mean you can only get a c when yeah, you do we foundation only got C's, yes.
1: <laughs> but you know basic spanish i know really it was basic yeah. no i did
0: spanish did i do drama yeah, I did, yeah, drama. You
1: did drama. I, I think we were in the were we in the same class?
0: I don't know. We were in the same class with something. I can't remember. Yeah, what. we
1: were. I can't remember what.
0: I did art, and history. Ah, oh, yeah, I did history as
1: yeah. well. What a
0: strange mixture.
1: Yeah, I pretty much. Oh no, I didn't. Did I? No, I didn't do art. I didn't do art, but I did history. Yeah, that is a good mix, though. Yeah. You did
0: like <laughs> super random. Yeah. And then I went to college, and then I did like economics. And oh art
1: oh my god yeah you went to um,
0: and i went to isha college Eisha, yeah. and then i just stopped going in because i didn't really like the subjects that i was doing and then i moved to claremont and then they let me yeah, do media funny. uh drama random i had to do drama by myself I to, <laughs> Do i ever tell you that i had to do drama a level by myself How yeah fun though yeah, but then I had to get my friends to come and do the play with me, and they thought it was a big joke, so they were like, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll come and, like, <laughs> I had to write this play, and they were like, sure, we'll come and do it with you. And then when it got to it, I was like, guys, so, like, I've written, like, you all parts in this play, and they were like, oh, I actually, I thought you were joking. <laughs>
1: oh, that and is amazing. The, and then they had
0: to do it. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, enough about me. <laughs> what was the first job you ever had?
1: The first job I ever had was a... Um, I was sixteen and I worked at a tennis club as a um, doing making coffees in the in the bar. I worked in the bar. How so long did you do that for? Um, so I did it maybe for a year. So I worked at weekends and then after school. I think sometimes maybe on Fridays after school occasionally.
0: Were you good at making coffee?
1: Um, I actually was all right at it. <laughs>
0: actually, I'm really good, so.
1: <laughs> I was okay at it, like I wasn't, but I, what, what I did once, I always remember this, and afterwards I was like, why did I do that? I had made a coffee for someone, and um, and it, it had just been made, and it, they had then left, and they didn't take the coffee. And then maybe someone came over like two minutes later and I was like, um, they asked for the exact same one. I was like, oh, actually, I've just I've just made this one and someone's just walked away. Do you want that? Like you can just have that. And they were like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'd don't. i love a fresh one. Thank you. Really? Is, That's yeah. weird. Oh, OK. I would have taken it. Can, yeah, no, I would, I would have, have taken, taken it as well, it. I feel. I'd have been like, well, I do have to wait. So I'll have it. Yeah. OK, fine. I'm glad I, I wasn't the only one to think yeah, about Yeah, stick up for yourself. Yeah, I will. <laughs> In future, I will. <laughs> what was the worst job you ever had? Oh, one at uni. So I. It was mainly it, because it was just freezing, it like so I stood outside of this new club in Leamington Spa. Oh, there. Fr- yeah, we. Oh God, I mean, it just pouring Ella, rain. <laughs> it was honestly, and it was it was bitter. It was in wintertime. so my um, uh, friend Ella and I, we we kind of with the hostesses at this club and it was always very classy and kind of you know we'd wear like lovely coats and yeah you know, it wasn't anything um you know too, too like wild or anything but uh it, we just stood outside and had to greet people for honestly hours like i'm talking like six hours and we were so cold oh it God. was freezing like and we obviously the the um bouncers were all in big coats and gloves and yeah and you're expected
0: to stand there and be like
1: yeah we were just in 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 these kind of long coats with you know our legs out and it was just really i when i think back to that time i'm like it was horrible just being so freezing but that's Uh, probably the worst then. so it's not
0: yeah it's not too bad i had someone on the other day that said they handed out stock pots at station
1: oh really
0: (laughs) i was like that's kind of bad you don't have to dress up as a stock pot did you what's stock
1: pot Like a you know like a nor stockpot. Oh, like a um, like the cubes, but the little jelly. Yeah, god, they're getting a lot of airtime these days. Um, I yeah, when I was what was yours? Yeah. What was my
0: worst job? Um, I worked in retail for two weeks and then I quit. Right. (laughs) Because I kind of well, it was around Christmas time. I had to get the train to Woking. Yeah. And like, no offense, Woking, but. (laughs) wasn't my yeah the shopping center there was just not like my vibe I'm not really sure like I could have gone to Kingston that was only down the road yeah um
1: yeah it was a very different vibe to Kingston shopping center wise wasn't it yeah Yeah.
0: and I kind of just I just kind of drew the line there I was like I I just feel like I shouldn't be working in a shop Mm, yeah um so what's it like to be an actress tell us everything
1: so I do love it it's great to be an actress I um it's my absolute passion, so it's something which I have always loved. Um, I still get incredibly nervous, though. Do you? Oh my god, yeah, so nervous always. Do you ever worry about forgetting the lines? Absolutely, all the time. Have Green you ever forgotten the lines? Yeah, I mean the. So obviously, with the show uh, with Fast and Furious, we were performing to you know twelve thousand people and you know selling out arenas, and it was uh, you know being that that my you know my first job. Yeah from drama school and I, I didn't get it until kind of um nine months after leaving nine ten months after leaving and kind of was, was that, that a long process to get the actual role. yeah um no I had th- I think three auditions two or three so um so yeah went in as the understudy and then they called me back to audition for the lead and then I just you know got incredibly lucky and got it and it just um my life literally changed in a second. It was crazy. I was working, I was temping as a PA um, at this um, private equity firm. And then the next day, I was the lead in a massive. How did you show explain that to them at work? I didn't really, because we weren't allowed to tell anyone. Oh, so, so, we so did you just say that yeah. you were leaving? I just said, Oh, I've, I've, I've got an acting job. They knew that's what I was kind of doing anyway. And so. Yeah. But I, w- I wasn't allowed to tell anyone. None of us were until it was formally announced, because um, Universal and and you know, um, the company that actually produced the show were you know it just had to be kept under wraps until it was we yeah had the big launch and you know it was all the publicity for that. So, so yeah, I just c- I couldn't tell anyone. How long did how long did you have to prepare for that? Uh, so we had about six. Mm, Uh, Maybe four months. I think the drive, the drivers, the stunt drivers in the show were training for about six months. Okay, because the sequences were just so complicated and and recreating things from the film in the stage show, Uh, and there were just so many of them that it was, you know, I mean, amazing, incredible, incredible what they did. It was, you know, they're so talented, all of them. Um, And then Mark and I and the other actors, um, we had. I'd say we started rehearsing from end of October, beginning of November, um, and it was a, a kind of like a two-man show, I guess. It was, you know, Mark and I were the main speaking roles for the you know, And he, was he the male lead? He was, yeah. So he played um, the Rock's kind of sidekick, and I was Letty's sidekick. Oh, okay. So, so it was like a characters. spin-off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just us two, and yeah, definitely. I was always the, the script was massive, and you know, I, you know, everything was in. I had a Colombian accent, and it was, you oh, know, yeah, you did. <laughs> and, and so everything, I was just had to kind of be. Of course, it has to be perfect. I, you know, it, you know, performing in that, you know, you want it to be amazing, yeah. and, and for everyone to enjoy it, you know, but. There were just so many lines to learn. And I remember this moment so well in the O2. It was the third showdown. So I hadn't, I'd been fine, totally fine. And there was this one scene, which I think it lasted about 10, 10, 15 minutes, but it was constant me and Mark speaking. And we were talking all about um, cars and car parts and things. So it wasn't something that I could just make up. I had to know it yes. so, so well. And it's very wordy and, and very kind of, intricate and i for a split second i just lost it like completely but also when you lose something
0: like that Uh, that's it you're like
1: then you panic and oh my god it was the way the heat like a wave of heat that came over me and I, i just had to um Kind of fill, you know, fill it up with words for a bit, and just go go with the flow, and then suddenly it just came back. But the panic. I can't well, express. he must he must have realized, as well. but it's He's, quite nice yeah. that you've got someone else on stage because I guess if yeah. he realizes that you exactly, and he, he we always kind of had each other's back, and and it was you know I'd pick him up where he you know if anything ever yeah it was very very rare that anything like that happened, and it you know it felt like an eternity at the time, but you know no one would have known. It was kind of it's just one of those things which and you do just the adrenaline gets you through it and you think of something and then you're like oh you know no problem but yes it's happened so (laughs) yeah it's. uh, but no I do I always get nervous what
0: is the biggest lesson that your career so far has taught you
1: I think that I think it's just to keep motivated in the down times and not to ever stop it's gonna sound a bit cheesy but not to stop believing in what you're doing yeah you know because you have to like it's so you have to kind of in the moments the downtimes where it's so hard and you think you're not getting anywhere and you have to keep persevering and kind of really push and not give up that self-belief because if you don't have that no one else is going to do it no one will do it for you like you have to have it and yeah you know if people see that in you I think that's very pertinent for whatever it is that you're doing yeah 100% whether yeah. you're
0: because I feel well, I mean even if you're in your career if you run a business whatever it is that you're doing yeah. I think everyone has those days where they're like yeah what, what have I done yeah. yeah
1: yeah. and I you know I've had moments like that like this isn't I you know what what was I thinking and that kind of not the imposter syndrome but kind of and you were like you know how could I be so stupid to think this you know and then you have those moments and then they're kind of fleeting and then you come back to you know thinking what? you know I've got this and
0: did you ever get imposter syndrome but you stood on stage like what the hell they've like made a mega mistake absolutely I
1: did because I hadn't done anything I was like this this newbie who you know hadn't really and I just thought oh my god they're gonna what, what if they don't what if they don't think I can do it you know if they what well, you know and it and they were you know amazing like Brody the um, guy that directed and created the show always had such belief in me and that yeah. he he always made me know that even you know and he really you know without and giving me the chance when he knew i hadn't had the experience which maybe other people and he yeah. really did and i'm so grateful for that you know but definitely i did when i was doing interviews and, and things it was like oh, it did you have to like train
0: yourself to know what to say? Like, did they did they have a coach that told you like you need to say you should say this um, and this? It
1: was more in terms of what to cover in the interviews rather than. Oh, okay.
0: So it was. a kind I'm of just a thinking <laughs> back to like Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts in the, um, in, oh, in Notting Hill yes, where he's he goes horse in. That's yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, I. It, no, we didn't. No, not really. It was kind of in terms of me personally. It yeah. Was just go for it. Just it'll be fine it'll be fine just talk about the show and you know just give a bit of a background and you know make sure it's you know you're covering the the important parts to promote it and things like oh, that she feels more a dread because i always say the wrong thing so i'd be like oh, oh i thought that i do just as well.
0: came out of my mouth yeah <laughs> oops
1: <laughs> yes yeah. but you just you yeah you do and the the um the people interviewing are always i think probably very aware of of that and And I think, actually, I said in one interview that I thought thought Wembley Stadium held 80,000 people. And of course, it doesn't hold that many people. I think it's like, I don't think it's even, I think it's 20. Wembley Stadium? Yeah. I'm sure it holds like a lot of
0: people. Not, not the arena, the stadium. Oh, wait, are they two different things? Yeah, the arena is like, is just beside
1: it. Wembley Stadium is like where they play
0: sports. Yeah. So I mean the arena.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were probably thinking, like <laughs> I was probably thinking of the stadium, but I we were talking about the arena, oh, and I was like, oh, probably eighty thousand. They were like, um, not quite that <laughs> not many. Quite, I think so. Um, but yeah. So how many countries did you visit? Because you're on oh, the wow. you're on the road for quite a while, weren't you? You were, yeah. So we did it. It felt actually wasn't in terms. Of, it wasn't actually that long. The whole thing kind of was a you know a year to. Um, was it 18 months it was a bit like mm. but in terms of actually touring yeah it was about six six months actual touring but the preparation kind of either side and then we did things after so we had a break and then it kind of yeah you know we had the um, time out and stuff um but yeah we went to a lot of a lot of places what would you do in the day because obviously it's not like that's not having a nine to five job no so we'd have so we'd have three so we'd come back on Sunday or Monday and then we'd fly out again on Thursday to wherever we were going or, or travel out there and then we would basically just be in the arena all day and kind of we would rehearse every day on Friday because we'd have to figure out the logistics of each the arena, arena yeah. yeah and getting the cars in and out that was the thing that was difficult so you know we all of us had to drive cars in and out and and navigate that backstage and when it was so tiny
0: you know yeah. we had
1: and I can't remember how many cars there were maybe <sighs> T- uh, more, than tw- uh, more than 20 I think wow. it, and that, so backstage that's a lot and it, you know to get your cues and to get you know all those things and, and get it so on time yeah. and, and get so we always had to prepare for that and and then we do a show on the Friday two shows on Saturday uh, occasionally I think two shows on Sunday but yeah so it was and we'd just be in the, uh, the arena and obviously usually arenas are, are not in the city centre and they're kind of far out so yeah. it wasn't like we'd go there and see the city Yeah. which was a shame obviously sometimes we would and we'd go out as a but group but don't you think it's
0: one of those things when people say I always used to think when people say they travelled for work like my dad yeah. travels for work a lot and I'm yeah. like oh that's amazing yeah. like oh so and so flying to LA and so and so flying to New York and so and so is yeah. flying here and I'm just sat in my office but actually it's really like not at all like I, I went to Dubai a few well maybe a month ago now yeah and I pretty much spent most of my time sat in the hotel room catching up on work after yeah doing work
1: all day exactly and, and I think it's it looks kind of very glamorous doesn't it and it seems but yeah traveling first of all exhausting and don't get me wrong I also find it exciting still there's still this yeah. kind of just you know because you feel like you're experiencing something new somewhere else and kind of it just is exciting but um but yeah you do end up going to your hotel and going to work and then going back to your hotel there's not this you know exploration that people think think that there is um because actually when I was working um so after uni I then worked at Goldman Sachs before I then went and did my master's at drama school Yes. Which is the, <laughs> the career change when that kind of came in. Um, so I was working as a PA to partners and MDs. And, um, you know, the bankers would travel all the time, mm. like a different place every day, like crazy, crazy, crazy travel. Yeah. And, you know, it just must be exhausting. And mm. the hours that they worked were just, you know, so, so long and, you know, and at the time I thought, oh, they're so lucky to do that.
0: <laughs> but in hindsight it's really but then you get to go home every evening it's exactly, one of those things yeah. isn't it like a lot of people that's how they they like love doing that yeah and they love the thrill of it and they love traveling and they love their job and yeah they love the money that they make obviously yeah. that's, a yeah, that's a massive perk for bankers <laughs> what a bonus yeah. um, oh no i've got yeah. to travel <laughs> what a shame um yeah. but then a lot of people prefer to go home
1: like at the end of the yeah. day i like going home yeah exactly and, I like and, chilling and, out so do I I really do and it's you know I think I guess as, as well it kind of depends where you, you live and what your you know your social life is, is like and yeah, you massively. know if you're in the city and you're kind of you know as as everyone you kind of get wrapped up in the you know going to yeah. dinners and going for this and that I mean the evenings you kind of make and so generally you're exhausted anyway just you know even if you're not yeah travelling it's kind of you just don't you trade one in for the other don't you so yeah um, but yeah, it is it's, it's tiring.
0: <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. And you are actually moving to New York, which I is very am. exciting.
1: I'm very excited. I have met a uh, just amazing amazing man I'm and so happy um, for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm moving there tomorrow. Uh, and go and well by the time this comes out you probably will have been there for a few weeks (laughs) yeah so should be having the time of her life exactly I'll be living it up in New York um but yeah no I just can't wait I just can't wait to get there now I'm just yeah I know we've already spoken
0: about this but do you think it's do you think it will be better for your career to be over in America because obviously there's a lot of different opportunities that are available over there
1: I think so I mean you know, at the moment, because I'm I'm kind of just so excited to go there and, and be with him, and and yeah. it's kind of I just can't wait for that, and just to kind of start life together. And, oh my God!
0: Also, New York for the summer.
1: Oh, I know, I know, I know. I'm just I just can't wait, and just yeah. So that is kind of taking up all my my thoughts, and you know, all the excitement with that. So, um, but no, I think definitely, you know, I I it's the best place to be for. You know that kind of thing, and, and being closer to LA even, and and just you know, discovering new opportunities out there and what, you know, how they work differently and, and yeah, so I'm very excited about that.
0: And what kind of advice would you have for people who are... I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to be listening to this wanting to be an actress, (laughs) but, like, what kind of advice would you have for people who are kind of looking to maybe change careers or get into something like that?
1: I mean, I think you... You obviously know if it's something you, you know, which you love and enjoy and you're good at. Yeah. And I think with that, it's just something you just have to go for it. You, you know, it, that you don't have time to kind of waste with it. And it's something which you need to kind of get the momentum up because people are so competitive in that particular industry. Yeah. That it, no one else is going to wait around and be like, oh, you know, nothing's going to come to you either. You have to really, you know, put yourself out there because... You know it's, it is so competitive and you have to always be better than the next person and yeah. be the peak of you know your absolute peak at all times yeah and, um but I, I think it really is a thing that's just to go for it and not and you know be as thick-skinned as you can be you know even when I went to drama school when I when I actually did eventually go even though I'd had the kind of confirmation when I was younger yeah. that I could get in and I could do it and I was good enough for it and when I went back to drama school, when I was then 23, 24, honestly, for the first three months, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I I don't have, I can't, I'm not talented. I can't do this. I What was I thinking? It was, you know, and I think you have to really push through that. And, you know, obviously.
0: That's very good advice anyway. Yeah. Because, I mean, all of these things, yes, so relevant for what you do. But yeah. also so relevant for anyone I always yeah. I always feel sad and disappointed when people get to I don't know like their 40s or 50s mm. um family friends that I speak to they go oh you know I actually always wish I could have done this and I'm like well yeah. you're still alive you know we've yeah. still got time let's go why don't 100%. you just do it
1: that that quote actually um you're not too old and it's not too late because I think as oh, well people that. it's so I even found you've only got one life 100 percent. you have to go for things. There's. What, the only thing that you're ever gonna think is, oh, okay, I, you know, you, you won't ever regret going for it, but you'll regret not doing it. You'll you regret that, because you can't change yeah. that. You know, you just can't. It's not, and I think, I think a lot of, I mean, I certainly am guilty of this. Even when I was 25, I was thinking, oh my God, time is running out. I need to be, I need to be kind of successful. Why am I not more successful than I am now? And it really bothered me. And I, I was, I put so much pressure on myself thinking that oh my god I'm gonna I'm missing out I'm missing you know yeah and I was I was you know trying trying so hard in all these roots and and that unnecessary pressure yeah of thinking that time was when I was 25 and now I now being the old age of 27 <laughs> the <laughs> well, right old look, age I do look back at that and think you idiot like it's just so silly and now I don't put any pressure on myself by that because I just think whatever like it's yeah. it things know, always work out the way they're meant to Hundred percent you know, and I think that as well. That the trusting the timing of your life is very crucial, and things will happen when you're ready for them to happen. Yeah, you know, you have to. You know, this might sound a bit um, cheesy, but that, you Please know, it. That love it, bit of cheese, love bit of cheese as well. Um, but what you put out to the universe is what you get back. and and you answered that to me yesterday. Oh, but it's so true. You kind of, you know, if you want something, you have to prove that you are committed enough to get it and you have to put that out in the universe and then it will come back to you. You know, you can't just sit around and wait for things to happen happen because they won't happen and and not... And I maybe have been a bit guilty of thinking that, oh no, but I'm just doing the right thing and, you know, my agent is going to, you know, get me auditions yeah. and it will happen when it happens. And I have probably been a bit guilty of that, you know, and then you realise actually, no, that's not, you know, if you want something, you have to, you have to just work for it and go for it and not, you know, don't be impatient. Things don't happen overnight. It's not going to be a, a quick also, fix. Also, those kind of feelings, I always feel like when you get into a
0: negative kind of state of mind I mean we all have bad days but it's actually just it's better to feel how you're feeling and then let tomorrow be a new day 100% yeah and let those feelings kind of flow and then tomorrow is a new day and you know just put that energy out there absolutely and I think you do need
1: those days oh 100% and actually we can't always be on yeah absolutely you need to you need to kind of feel a bit um drained I guess by your to kind of re energize you again to get to Yeah where you want to also, go Also, I I mean I'm not gonna lie,
0: I love a good cry.
1: Oh. Don't so just do feel I. like
0: have it like having a shit day, have a good cry. Yeah. And afterwards, you just feel like, it's almost like, this is how I compare it to, you know when it rains, mm. and then it stops raining, and the sun comes out, and then you get that like really fresh smell. That's what it feels like after <laughs> I've stopped crying.
1: <laughs> it does feel like that. Yeah. You feel very renewed. Yeah. It gives you the, it's just a very good release, isn't it? And very, um I agree with you. It's, it's definitely some, not a sign of weakness either. No, Love. and I actually always used to think it was. It's that I have a very, and I feel so stupid now for thinking that. I was always like, no, 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 don't cry. It's just... You know, it won't, you know, but now I'm very much for a good cry.
0: If you get the feeling, get the feeling in the throat and you're like yeah. you try and like swallow it down, but you're like yeah. No, no, just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah. Okay,
1: what is your favourite app? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, my favourite app, which is going to sound a bit odd, but I am a walker. So I walk everywhere. Um, if I can. I try not to take the tube just because I don't enjoy the tube and also it's just not necessary if you can walk there so um, do you know
0: I am so with that yeah and I used to get the train into Waterloo yeah well I will continue now to get the train to wherever I'm going yeah but I when I was working in London full time yeah I used to get the train to Waterloo and I'd walk to my office in Oxford Street and people were like what, you walked here I'm like yeah well it took what? what it took 40 minutes Exactly. but yeah. like amazing exercise I mean I was in the best shape of my life exactly and I used yeah. to walk from Waterloo to this is even worse because London Bridge is really not that far from Waterloo <laughs> yeah. and I'd get into work and people had got on the Jubilee line from Waterloo to London Bridge and I it would take me what 15 minutes Jubilee line is always packed why put yourself through that just walk just walk I and agree. I'd get into work and people would be like oh wh- where do you get the train into because you walk in don't you Yeah. oh I get the train into Waterloo and people are like you you walked here from Waterloo.
1: <laughs> I, people do, I agree with you. They do do that.
0: And I was that horrible person at one. i would literally be like, uh, yeah, it took 15 minutes. Why do you not walk? But, it's, but <laughs> like, it, Don't you make me feel bad for not getting on the tube. <laughs> no,
1: I totally agree. But it, people just don't do it. It's not, you know, it, it's a, sli- a very small amount of time added onto your... Booster. It is a mood booster, and also you know exactly when you're going to arrive because mm, you no traffic exactly. There's no, I, I just think it's the best. It's very, um, you know, in the morning to have a good walk. I okay, guess so they. what's the app? Oh, so it's uh, any map app, so Google Maps or the one on the iPhone, the Apple one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the app, or um, treat well. Oh, oh, Treatwell is great. Thought. I mean, yeah, that. I did
0: actually just think of that. You know me, more for a pamper these days. <laughs>
1: but it's so good because it's always that do they come to your house no so basically it's an app where you if you want a certain treatment it will then list so beauty the, treatment yeah beauty treatment same day or whenever you can choose when you book it Yeah, but it lists all the time slots everything available wow. all different salons everything it's so <laughs> good and when you're like me who lose everything to the last minute and then has to, you know, I used to have to panic and them call around places and, and, you know, ask them for a time. It's just so convenient. Yeah, because you can there. choose, yeah. Yeah, and you just pay for it up front. Like, it's so great. Oh, I feel like I need to get into that. Really, it's it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, And lastly. Yes.
0: <laughs> can you give us an inspiring quote of the week? Even though we did actually go, like, well deep earlier. We but did.
1: And I may actually just stick to that. Just because of the circumstances of my life right now (laughs) the exciting changes um which i kind of was feeling a bit like oh it's never gonna happen and that's okay and you know but i think in every aspect of life just trust the timing of it and you know everything will will happen at the right time and happen when you're ready and happen you know when it's supposed to happen. Yes. So, yes. It will do. <laughs> and where can we find you online? So, online, uh, my Instagram is at Alicia Run. Amazing. I always look at your Instagram and I'm like, I'm just like
0: waiting for like, you know, it's become like massive. I'll be like, that's my friend. <laughs> that's actually my friend.
1: <laughs> but so. you've become massive. I love your Instagram. I love watching really? your stories, honestly. Really? Well, I haven't really been that on it this week, but you know. <laughs> no, but you, I honestly, I really thoroughly enjoy.
0: Yeah, well i've actually moved to london now so follow me for that london life i will i'll be I will
1: be living through you
0: and i'll be living through you yeah true. in new york so amazing um well you can find us at sassy digital and you can find me at lucy hitchcock underscore now i say this every week and i know people don't do it you're just seeing me looking blankly people don't do it um But I would really love you to leave a review because it just means a lot to me to have people listening. And to be honest, it just keeps me going. So if you could leave a review, that would be amazing. I mean, I'm happy to take criticism as well. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if you could just take less than a minute, I know a woman who'd be very happy and that woman is me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.